Hey everybody, it's Greg, live from Shag Salon. Going to be right back, right after this, after a little technical difficulties, we'll be right back with the Art of Relationship Show, talking about sex and what makes sex terrific for you. So don't go anywhere. Okay, and I'm back live after technical difficulties from Shag Salon on Royal Oak, Michigan. Let's hear it for Shag Salon, people. <laughs> cool. And we're going to get feedback from the audience and talking about what makes sex terrific. What makes sex terrific for you, ladies? Let's hear it up, right? Is it about everybody's quiet right now, right? Going to give some research from uh, world-renowned, uh, a lot of people never heard of her, uh, Peggy Kleinplatz, awesome, awesome sexologist, researcher, has been for many decades. We're going to be talking about what makes sex terrific for you, and it might not be what you might think. How many people have, you think, great physical sex? You know, everything's woohoo, your orgasm, you have all these elements, but when you're done, you're like, eh, because you don't feel connected. You don't feel emotionally connected to your partner. So you look at what's it take and what goes after it for you. And you can join the chat live on Facebook, uh, YouTube, all over the place. And I'd love to hear your questions, your comments. You know, and what makes sex magnificent, terrific, fantastic? And what takes it from, eh, it's okay, versus, oh my God, it's freaking phenomenal, right? So, Hit me up. The number one thing that most people in research has stated, according to Peggy Kleinplatz, is being present with your partner. How many people are able to have sex looking eye-to-eye contact? Ladies, ladies, let's hear it. So are you able, to, how many people are shy about that, afraid to be fully seen by your partner when you're making sweet love, right? Everybody looks at, you know, terrific sex. They look at the physical elements of it, right? They look at maybe positions. They look at certain styles. You know, if you're drunk, makeup sex, which I talked about a couple weeks ago. I want you to look at, you know, how often do you feel like you are completely present in the moment with your partner? Are you distracted? Are you, you know, worried about the kids, the bills? Oh, my God, I'm missing the football game. I'm missing whatever, my favorite show on Netflix or whatever. Are you looking at that? Are you able to focus on your partner, the sensations, not only the physical, but the emotional, the heartfelt, the soulful entities about what goes on during the lovemaking experience, okay? So how many people are able to look at those elements and are you going to hit on um, 
what does connection mean for you? If you get in a fight, you're arguing, you're disconnecting, you're calling each other out your names left and right, you don't feel connected, but you're having sex. Are you going to be present in the moment or are you going to be disconnected on a soulful, emotional level, right? What do you think it is? I'd love to hear your comments, your insights, and what goes on with that. Again, I am live with the Art of Relationship show from Shag Salon in Royal Oak, Michigan, and also on DC, Detroit City TV. So, you know what? Love to hear your comments. And a lot of people are even afraid to talk about sex. Anybody here afraid to talk about sex? What pleases them? what they need, what they want. Are you also able to hear some criticisms about what isn't working for your partner? Or will you get defensive? Will you take offense to it? And will you go off rip and oh, screw you, I'm never going to do this again with you. Forget that. Are you able to learn from each other? And we're going to get into that a little bit later into the show. There are eight aspects, like I said, about major components that research has stated over the years to where it makes terrific, magnificent sex in what is going on for you. And think about this, right? Is it about, you know, you hear about more foreplay, maybe oral sex. You hear about different, maybe a little booty play. You look at what goes on for you, but those are the physical entities, which let's face it, we all love. And a lot of people look at, oh, if she orgasms, if he orgasms, he's satisfied. No, not necessarily true, right? It might feel good. And it might look at from an element, oh, you know what, I came. And there's a difference between, you know, levels of intensity where your whole body just shakes, right? Versus like, eh, I came, oh, well. You know, what would it take for you to have a terrific sexual experience? And is it possible every single time? Do I think it's possible every single time? No, I don't. But I want to help you increase it and make it a lot more, a lot more intensified, a lot more connected than you ever thought possible and make it more frequent than you ever thought, right? And if you look back, you know, what was, has been the most significant, the most terrific sexual experience, you know, you had in your life, right? Was it when you were a teenager, early teens, 30s, 40s, 50s? Maybe people have not had the most terrific sexual experience until in their 80s, believe it or not. It happens, okay? And my uh, prompt or philosophy is I don't want you waiting until you're in your 80s. How many people want to wait until their 80s? Right? Oh, hell no. Yeah, you can. You might want to break a hip, and that might be a terrific sexual experience, right? But <laughs> you might not want to wait that long. So, looking at number one is being completely present in the moment, embodied, you know, focused, that you're absorbed into the moment with your partner during that sexual experience sexual encounter okay number two okay is going on connection alignment being in sync that you're merging as one with your partner right so how can you merge and be fully connected and you know in align with your partner if you're not present mentally right it's impossible right and people you just look at yeah whatever that you're out of sync how many people have been out of sync in a sexual encounter right how many people have been out of sync? And most women, maybe in this shop right now in uh, Shag Salon, they're going to say, oh, my God, almost every time I, the band's been out of sync with me, Greg, or you know, same-sex couples, it could be your partner. It doesn't matter uh, what your sexual orientation is. Sometimes being out of sync, it just, you're like, just stop. You know, forget about this. 
you know, I'll go take care of myself type of situation. And are you able to look at, I don't want that for you. And what's it take for you to be in sync, mind, body, heart, and soul? And I talk about this a lot in other shows, other episodes, and to be able to look at it. Even in my book, I talk about, you know, the mind, body, heart, and soul of a relationship. Again, you know, it's not about that perfection aspect, but it is about, you know, looking at the element, what is better, what's going to increase it but also the mind, body, heart, and soul of sex, right? We can talk about the relationship aspects, and we can talk about sex, but I like to integrate the two because I think the best sex, and even research substantiated, the best sex is when you are connected to somebody, you're in a long-term relationship, you can learn from each other, you can feel safe with each other, and you're not going to be able to feel connected to somebody if you feel like you are being constantly criticized, ripped apart, degraded and those are huge elements okay so number one again is being present completely present number two is being able to be connect and merge with your partner being in sync with them you know even emotionally is huge right number three that you have a deep sexual and erotic intimacy Ooh. but when you're talking about erotic are you talking about just a physical entity are you talking about being emotionally connected like i mentioned on those levels, right? Are you able to talk about sex? Are you able to communicate what you want? Are you able to read each other's body language in vibes, whatever? Oh my God, what's she moving like that for? And you're like, <gasps> you freak out. Am I doing something wrong? No, don't stop. Don't stop. That type of thing, right? So are you able to read each other and have that deep sexual and erotic intimacy between each other? Are you able to you know, express sex? Maybe you want to try something new. What works for you? What doesn't work for you? Maybe you get defensive, and I was talking a little bit, you know, at the beginning of the show about people getting defensive and they don't want to hear what is not working for their partner because of self-esteem aspects, right? They, it hurts, right? Nobody wants to hear, damn, you're not doing it for me, right? What would you do? Would you flip out? Would you get mad? Or would you say, man, what can I do? That works for you. What can I do to turn you on more? What can I do to satisfy you more? How many people have asked their partner that? Or do you think, man, I'm all that. I got all kind of swag, right? I got all kind of, you know, gusto. I'm all this. And I know I rock my partner's uh, world sexually. And I can tell you from a lot of years, over two decades of experience of working with couples, that. <laughs> that's not always the case. One, oh yeah, I know I'm great and her partner's looking at me shaking her head or rolling their eyes like, oh, that ain't true. And I look at that sad because how come you're not telling your partner? How come you're not bringing this up? Let me guess, right? Because you don't want to hurt his or her feelings or they're going to get pissed off and get defensive and now you might not have any you know, sex at all or maybe, oh, I don't want to ruin sex at all. But why would you want to have sex that is not working for you? Uh, don't you want to have sex that's worth wanting? So when you look at the deep sexual and erotic intimacy aspects of connection, it's all that rolled into one that you can talk about it, that you can, you know, there's not, you know, very few taboos. And we can look at, that doesn't mean there's no boundaries. That doesn't, it. everybody, every person has a right to have their sexual boundaries in place and be respected 
those type of aspects, okay? So it's not a, a right or wrong give and take. And this is when I talk about, you know, sexual compatibility, that some people, is, they're not willing to talk about it, open up about it. They're not able to expand and explore and evolve on these levels, right? About even what works for them. Oh, my God, you think I'm a terrible lover. And no, I didn't say that. I just would like this or I would like that. or you know. So it's very, very difficult. Can you have that deep, erotic intimacy level about sex with your partner? And if you don't, chances are you're going to have maybe okay sex. It might be eh, right? However, you will never get to that level of having the terrific, the magnificent sex because you are, right, you're guarded. You're not able to be fully in the moment within yourself. And that's sort of the essence of the deep sexual and erotic in intimacy going on. And we have people washing hair. How about, how about washing my hair, people? Will you work for, will that work for me in the salon? So um, here again at uh, Shag Salon here in Royal Oak, Michigan. Stop by, check them out. And you know what? Here's a discount card. I don't know if you can see that. The lights are glaring a little bit. There we go. You can see that. You can get a discount. And their address right here is, let me read that off for you. 1202 East 11 Mile Road, Royal Oak, Michigan, 48067. You can give them a call to 248-414-5114, people, to schedule an appointment. And maybe your hair will look as luxurious as mine will. No, no, don't do that, right? Don't do I'm bullshitting, right, people? So we look at those elements. Um, now, number four, extraordinary communication and deep empathy for your person, for your partner, right? And I look, this is a huge thing that I hear from a lot of couples and have for many, many years, that one of their partners, and again, everybody assumes it's men that don't have any compassion or empathy. I can tell you, I can tell you numerous, numerous occasions, people, with individuals and couples in my office that, you know, it's not just men that sort of lack empathy or compassion. It's women, too. Do you justify your actions, right? Well, you pissed me off. That's why I hit you. You know what? You made me mad. You hurt my feelings. So that's why I left. And we look at, hey, Liberty and Trava, peace. Thanks for joining uh, the show, the episode. So looking at when you have extraordinary communication, it's talking about not only sex, but are you talking about the difficult stuff that maybe upsets you that, you know, how can I say that, you know, that maybe might piss somebody off or hurt their feelings. And that is not, you know, your intention. Your intention is to create a deeper, more connected um, relationship or marriage, okay? Plain and simple. It's when you're walking on eggshells, that's not fun, right? That doesn't create a great relationship at all when one person or both of you are walking on those proverbial eggshells and especially when you're talking about what makes terrific sex when you're walking on eggshells how can you have terrific sex right maybe when alcohol is involved and you right the liquid courage maybe gets in the way maybe that's it but maybe you won't even remember the next morning if it is terrific sex or not right um because it depends how much you drink so you need to be able to look at those avenues and what works best for you, and are you able to increase your communication skills, okay? And this is a huge one. I get calls on a daily basis. Well, we have communication issues, right? 
And I'm like, okay, it's a communication issues. Or you're yelling at each other, screaming at each other. You understand each other fine. You communicate fine. Or is it the perceptions of what you're trying to say? Is it the voice tone? Is it coming at somebody versus to your partner and speaking from the heart instead of the anger and coming off rip and going off the top? You rotten. You did this. You did this. And speaking from the heart, man, I don't feel loved. I don't feel desired. I don't feel safe talking to you about anything. And what would you say if you were the recipient of those words? You know what? I don't feel safe talking to you. Oh, yeah, fine. Screw you. Well, I just proved my point. I don't feel safe talking to you, right? So what are you doing to improve those elements? And one thing about having extraordinary communication doesn't mean perfection, okay? We're going to, you hear me on the show numerous times. I trip over my tongue. I might babble once in a while. I own that. And it's live. It's not edited. Never. So looking at those avenues, you own it and you be human, okay? And deep empathy, this is huge. Going back to empathy and compassion for your partner. Do you actually put yourself in your partner's shoes? Are you able to look at their essence of emotions, their heart and soul? When they hurt, when they feel upset or pissed off, are you able to empathize and connect with them on an emotional level. And if you're not, chances are you want your partner to have sex with you and you know be freaky-deaky with you, and you're like, yeah, I'm not in the mood. And a lot of women assume that men, you know, they don't want compassion. They don't want empathy. And I can tell you, and I've mentioned this on numerous shows, you know, the last 14 years I've been keeping stats and like 70% of the complaints that they're not getting enough booty, they're not getting enough sex, are the women, not the men. So they assume the men are cheating, they're not turned on by them, they're not attracted to them, and it hurts, right? And the issue is a lot of men are mostly disconnected from, they're getting nagged on, they're getting ripped apart, just like men do. They get degraded, they get belittled, right? And just like women, why would you want to have sex, right? Men, when the wind blows, man, we're all ready to go. Let's do it, baby, right? That's not always the case. Number five on, you know, eight major aspects, right? According to Peggy Klein Platts about, you know, terrific sex is being genuine, being authentic, right? Being transparent with your partner. And how can you be transparent if you're walking on eggshells, right? Being genuine. Don't be fake. And this is one thing I hate, even in this, in the mental health field or working with couples, you know, sex therapy and those elements, I hate people that are fake. I want people that are real, that are genuine, that don't blow smoke up people's booties. And I tell my clients that. If you're looking for that, you need to go somewhere else because that is not me, okay? I want to be sincere and honest. I'm not going to tell you something because it sounds good and it doesn't help you. So are you able to be you know, genuine and authentic and transparent in your relationship? And it's very difficult, you know, are you authentic? The way you might talk to your grandmother might not be the way you talk to your friends out in the street, right? It, it, but you can still be honest and open. You're not holding yourself back. You're not lying. You're not misleading. You get me? Are you genuine with your heart and soul, or are you misleading that partner, right? That you, oh, I love you, when you really don't love that partner. I'm so in love with you, and the partner doesn't feel it. Why do you keep asking me if I love you, right? I keep saying yes, but your partner doesn't feel it, right? So if you're not genuine, you're not authentic, 
how are you going to have terrific sex, right? You might have okay sex, decent sex, yeah, I got off, orgasm, but you're still left feeling a, a big hole right in the middle of your chest, right? Right in your heart and soul, you're going to feel a little bit of emptiness. So look at those elements and what would it take to increase those, okay? So number six, vulnerability and surrender, right? And those people that are in the BDSM, right? Yeah, baby, surrender. <laughs> this is looking at surrendering yourself and being vulnerable. Sort of like when I said at the beginning about erotic and deep intimacy, right? Are you able to surrender and have, you know, emotionally naked with your partner? That you don't have to worry about your, your body, right? You're not worried about what your body looks like. You're not worried about, oh my God, what the kids might think if they hear me, or the neighbors hear me, or my mom hears me, right? Your mom might maybe scream through the door, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong. How many people would love to hear that, right? But you'd be able to look at those elements and, you know, that you can block it out and you can be vulnerable and surrender sexually with your partner you're not worried about oh how many roles do i have oh my god my penis is hung like a gerbil i mine is i'll be honest right but you're able to still please and to be able to be you know transparent and to be open and vulnerable hey i'm scared i'm you know i'm a little bit afraid that i might not be good enough or you know what i might be afraid to tell you this isn't working for me and that's what I mean about being vulnerable and surrendering emotionally and being comfortable in your own skin. A lot of people might, you know, they might think about, oh, I want to have sex out in the daylight in the front yard, right? Or in the backyard. Um, they might have, want to have sex with the lights on. And a lot of people, oh, that's no big deal. But for some people it is because, oh my God, he, he's going to see or she's going to see my fat roll or I'm losing hair like I did a long time ago. Or, you know, you look at those elements, oh, my knees look funny or my ass isn't perfect. You look at those elements that you get rid of those and being vulnerable and surrender with who you are, what you are in that moment, okay? that you don't have to worry about that. And it's very difficult. How can you let yourself go if you are worried about all those aspects and you're sort of tippy-toeing around how you are and being on guard and wondering about being perfect, right? You won't have that terrific sex that you long for that maybe you want and you're just, oh, I just hurry up and want to hurry up and get this over with so he doesn't see this or she doesn't, you know, feel this, that type of element, right? And I want you to be able to go, hey, Sabrina, peace, welcome. So to be able to look at those elements, you know, to be able to be vulnerable emotionally and physically and surrender yourself to your partner, but not only be vulnerable and surrender to your partner, right? And I'm not talking about, you know, selling yourself out. No, no, no. I don't want you to be disrespected, nobody. But it's about also being vulnerable and surrendering to your own self, your desires, your dreams, and how you want to be in the sexual realm. Without that, again, you're not going to be able to kick up the notch, the sexual level, from being okay sex or decent sex to fantastic, terrific sex and to be present, okay? Number seven. We're almost done, people. Um, exploration, being, you know, taking inter interpersonal risk and having fun, right? Are you, how many people want to explore maybe different positions? Like I said, 
Maybe you want to have sex with, you know, out in the front yard and watch, have the neighbors watch you, right? But again, disclosure, it's, it's your fault if the cops call, arrest your ass, right? So it's not my, oh, Greg told me to go out and have sex on the front yard because I wanted to. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. you got to be careful, right? <laughs> there are, you know, consequences, right? So I don't want your butt thrown in jail. So you look at being able to be, you know, exploration and have fun and take a risk. A lot of people might want sex where it's just, it's all, you know, very sensual, which is great, sensual, you know, eye-to-eye -eye contact, where some people are afraid, oh, we can't make love. It's not really making love if I get thrown up against the wall or I throw her up against the wall or, or the woman throws him up against the wall type of situation, rip each other's clothes off. You know what? I need to be all lovey-dovey all the time. I'm like, what? You can have all that, and it still means that you're into somebody. It still means that you love each other, even if it's fun. You can have pillow fights. You can joke around, have a water fight, maybe play Naked Twister, right? How many people have played Naked Twister in here? Be honest. Be honest, people. So we look at, oh, yeah, <laughs> Sabrina, yeah, you mentioned you have done all of those. Uh-oh. Do you have videos by any chance, Sabrina? No, I'm too. But we look at those elements, you know, about being able to take a risk. I want to try something. You know, I was sort of afraid to or whatever. I want to try something, but I don't know how it'll work. You'll find out if you like it or you don't like it, but try it. You know, are you able to explore and expand your horizons? And again, we all have deal breakers. That doesn't mean, you know what, that you have to be a swinger or have an open relationship. Not at all. It's about what's in the confines and what's according to your rules and boundaries within your own relationship, within your own self, or in your marriage, okay? You can still explore and have fun and, you know, be playful and joke around in a sexual realm. When you have more fun and enjoy sex and have fun with it, are you going to want more of it? Plus, it's going to reduce distress. You're going to be able to be a lot more comfortable in your own skin when you can laugh and be playful as well. Uh, what other, maybe you want to explore with toys, right? Maybe you want to explore with a, maybe a little kink, right? And there's all different levels of kink, right? We can go on to maybe your man wants to be pegged. Maybe you want to be pegged, you know? Maybe you want to try handcuffs, you know, everybody flogging. There's so many different levels of nipple clamps. You know, we could go on and on. There's different levels of clamp from maybe mild, to more, you know, extreme kink aspects, but it's more looking at, you know, what works for you and what would you like to explore and be comfortable with it. And as I always say, own what you feel and own what you desire, okay? As long as it's consensual. It's got to be consensual, people, okay? Now, number eight is about transcendence and about transformation and a combination of, like I said, all of these with, the mind, body, heart, and soul, okay? It's about that spiritual existence. And you talk about, you know, everybody talks about or maybe about tantric sex and everybody's looking at positions. And it's not about positions. It's about that, uh, that soulful energy, that whole body orgasm experience that you're able to experience and be full. And you're not going to be able to have that if those, you know, the other seven aspects of what makes terrific sex enjoyable for most people you're not going to be able to have those if right number eight won't come into play let's be honest 
So you better, you know, look at and explore and even talk about what it means for you to have a spiritual awakening sexually, what it means to be emotionally present, physical pleasure, right? People talk about that. The mental aspects about sex and what it means to you, what it represents and how do you want it to be. Maybe some people want it to be fun or maybe somebody just feels like they're it's all physical, a piece of meat, but they want to be more in tune intellectually they want to be more in tune spiritually soulfully heartfelt with the sexual experience so in order to have that you need those seven in place and real quick before i end the broadcast okay um well i'm going to run down the eight categories again right being completely present with your partner being connected aligned and being able to merge completely with your partner that you have deep sexual and erotic intimacy on the emotional level right extraordinary communication or great communication increase those elements and you have deep empathy and compassion for your partner right how many people are oh you're crying again right oh my god here we go why are you crying again you big baby suck it up get it up you know that type of situation and you're able to be compassionate you're able to be understanding with your partner when they have you know hard day at work or you know they just lost their best friend that type of situation right so increase the empathy and compassion and men have been increasing their empathy and compassion levels over the last five years significantly and i can tell you with the african-american male community they have done a great job especially with each other white dudes i'm going to be honest we're about 10 years behind most men when it comes to being vulnerable and being open with each other with other men and especially with their partner so white men you need to kick it up a little bit notch and become a lot more courageous and be vulnerable with your partners okay so now and i said you know being genuine having authenticity and transparency sexually emotionally mentally with your partner number six again vulnerability and surrender yourself to your partner and to yourself okay and have fun with sex number seven have fun explore new avenues how you want sex where you want sex those type of avenues and number eight finally is transcendence and a transformation on a spiritual soulful level not talking about religious aspects and more of a, a mental mind body heart and soul full body experience when you have sex okay you can check me live every Wednesday, usually at 12 noon Eastern Time, the Art of org. You check me out there. I'm all over the place. Follow me on Facebook, Detroit's Love Guru, YouTube, the Art of Relationship Show. I want to thank Shag, Woohoo Salon in Royal Oak, Michigan, for having me live. Been fun. And of course, Detroit City TV. I appreciate everybody. Peace and love, as always, to everybody out there. Take care, people.